In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. He went in and said to her, Rejoice, so highly favoured, the Lord is with you. She was deeply disturbed by these words and asked herself what this greeting could mean. But the angel said to her, Mary, do not be afraid. You have won God's favour. Listen, you are to conceive and bear a son, and you must name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. He will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and his reign will have no end. Mary said to the angel, But how can this come about since I am a virgin? The Holy Spirit will come upon you, the angel answered, and the power of the Most High will cover you with its shadow. And so the child will be holy and will be called Son of God. Know this too. Your kinswoman, Elizabeth, has in her old age herself conceived a son, and she whom people call barren is now in a sixth month, for nothing is impossible to God. I am the Henry of the Lord, said Mary. Let what you have said be done to me. And the angel left her. The Gospel of the Lord Today's date may seem insignificant to the world. It's not one of those memorable dates like New Year's Day or Christmas or even the anniversary of your wedding. But did you know that today used to be celebrated as New Year's Day in the Western Hemisphere before they adopted the Gregorian calendar to replace the older Julian calendar named after Julius Caesar? It is no accident that the climax of the Lord of the Rings, the destruction of the One Ring of Power, also takes place on the 25th of March of the Third Age of Middle-earth. J.R.R. Tolkien, a devout Catholic, deliberately chose this date for his story's decisive victory. In Tolkien lore, 25th of March marks the date when the One Ring was destroyed in the fires of Mount Doom the date when his fictional world would be unleashed from the thrall of evil and the threat of destruction and enslavement. The significance of March 25th, of course, is that it is of momentous proportions. The climax of salvation history, the day we recall the mystery of the incarnation of how God became man, the Word became flesh. It is the day when the Archangel Gabriel offered God's proposal to the Blessed Virgin Mary that she become the mother of his only begotten son. At the Annunciation, Mary said yes to the Lord, and the Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. What does this mean for us? St. Leo the Great beautifully sums up the significance of this event. He took the nature of a servant without stain of sin, enlarging our humanity without diminishing his divinity. He emptied himself, though invisible, he made himself visible. Though creator and lord of all things, 
he chose to be one of us mortal men. But there is more to this date than the great event of the Annunciation. As prefiguration of this event in the Old Testament, Pope Benedict wrote in his monumental treatise, The Spirit of the Liturgy, that Jewish tradition gave the date of March 25th to Abraham's sacrifice. This day was also regarded as the day of creation, the day when God's word decreed. Let there be light. March 25th is also traditionally understood to be the date of the crucifixion. It was the original Good Friday. On these two most, most momentous days, the Incarnation and the Death of God, both dates looking back to the first day of creation, where God created light. This world was unleashed from the power of Satan and sin, from the threat of final destruction and enslavement. All Catholics are called to proclaim the victory of Christ, to preach the gospel in a world of people who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death. And we could have no better model of a missionary disciple than our Blessed Mother. Our Lady unleashed the saving truth of the gospel in the most literal way imaginable. The Word of God, the Father's beloved Son, was born from her womb, shared in her flesh. Protestants underappreciate and even fail to acknowledge the essential role of the Blessed Virgin Mary in the history of salvation. Without Mary, God's promise to save humanity would be unrealized and man's expectation of his own redemption would be unfulfilled. Today a new age has dawned upon us and that is why from ancient times before the adoption of the Gregorian calendar, today was regarded as New Year's Day because through Mary's fiat, the radical newness of the Incarnation burst into our age. So much so that all time will now be calculated as leading to the birth of Christ and proceeding from the birth of Christ, B.C. and A.D. Only a heart as full of grace as Mary's could say what she said. She was holy in an utterly unprecedented way, and so she could say yes to an utterly unprecedented proposal from God. Yet each member of the church has his own yes to say to God. Some say yes to marriage. Some say yes to a religious vocation or priestly life. Some say yes to serving and loving others in society and the church. Much could be written about what it means to offer one's own yes or fear to God. Perhaps we ought to begin by affirming that each Christian is capable of saying this yes and living it faithfully, looking to Mary's example and trusting in her help. In all these things, we follow the Blessed Virgin Mary in glorifying God in all things, praising Him for His goodness, power and mercy, and by announcing the greatest victory this world has ever known or will ever know, the victory over darkness, sin and death of our beloved Son and our Lord and Brother. Tolkien understood this truth by spinning a tale of extraordinary courage found in simple and humble places. Through Frodo's death to himself, however imperfect, he conquers the evil of Sauron, and brings about an age of peace for Middle-earth. 
But instead of a work of fantasy, the Bible gives us a story embedded in reality. Through Mary's death to her own plans, she inaugurated and brought the climax, God's history of salvation in the Incarnation. And finally, to Christ's death and personal sacrifice on the cross, the Son of the Most High, whose reign will have no end, conquers death and brings about eternal life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.